yet another episode of One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of all Manchester United games. Today's game is Manchester United away at Fulham in the Premier League. As we've seen of late um, in the bigger games, Solskjaer's generally tended to go with Fred and McTominay. Um, being Fulham away, I think expected to have more of the ball and brought Paul Pogba back into the to the middle of midfield, more of a hold in midfield alongside Fred, and that wasn't unexpected. Interesting to see uh, Mason Greenwood get a chance on the right. hasn't played that much football recently, and Cavani with Martial from the left. I think the idea was maybe to give Rashford somewhat of a rest. I played a lot of games. Also, the other noticeable inclusion was Eric Bailly played at centre-half. I think Lindelof played well against Liverpool last week. Um, I know he's been struggling long-term with a back injury and playing through some pain. So I think the fact that Eric Bailly's fit and has been playing well, the ability to bring him in to give Lindelof that rest and recuperation for his back is quite important. So it was not a surprise team, quite a full strength strong side United started the game with United started the game third I believe after Leicester's win and City's win earlier in the in the day um, they started the game fairly slowly bit sloppily bit poor really and Fulham got ahead early on through some hugely sloppy play some laziness and, and some just outright poor defending um, the sort of chipped long ball through from uh, deep from Fulham, left Lookman completely clean through. Um, the, the two centre halves split. Neither of them took any responsibility. Um, there's a lot of looking around at one another in lots of ways. And Paul Pogba wanted to pass the man on in midfield, rightly or wrongly, um, but then didn't track the man. Uh, I can see Maguire pushing slightly out the fullback area, expecting the ball to go more fullback area. But Eric Bailly's not sensed that at all, not really seen the big gap opening up behind him. And Paul Pogba's seen the runner and tried to pass him on and ends up with Paul Pogba's the closest man and makes no effort really to track back in. Even when Luckman was through on goal and about to shoot, almost had an expectation from Pogba that the flag was going to go up and it didn't and he was clearly onside by a long way but I think if Paul Pogba would maybe tried a bit harder I'm not saying he would have necessarily got there but he certainly would have put Luckman under pressure where as it happened Luckman's finish looked like a casual I've got all the time in the world probably going to be offside but I'm going to smash it in the goal anyway where if he'd been put under pressure certainly makes it more difficult so multiple blamements in the first goal and really sloppy and that was sort of the first 20 25 30 minutes in lots of ways really sloppy just they gave the ball away they didn't move the ball particularly quickly they were very slack in pressing at the front when they didn't have the ball um i'd say at one point Cavani looked like he was trying to press the back four on his own and with very little if no help at all there also was one other incident first half um, worth mentioning. 
uh, Fred was went down in the box, um, challenged fairly early on, which I thought probably was a penalty. Um, I think the penalty decisions and incidents are changing over the course of the season. I think early in the season, Fred almost certainly would have had been given that. But I think as the season's gone along, I think referees are getting a little bit more harsh on the penalty, uh, lenient on the penalty decisions and letting a few more go. I think that's probably not been helped in United's case by all the media speculation about how many penalties they've had. Uh, that's been banded about by several managers. I'm not sure that's helped, but I also think generally across the board, referees are not giving quite so many penalties as what they were or for the more slight touches. But certainly earlier in the season, there was many, many similar fouls across the board of just slight touches on people. And they've been given, and not just for United, across the board. So I can recall a Brighton penalty being given for less contact than that. Um, so, but I did think Fred was a little bit unlucky not to get to a penalty. Um, like I say, I think I can see it being given earlier in the season. Um, I think that also is going for handballs. There seems to be more of a concerted effort to be a bit more lenient on handballs and to make sure that not everything that just touches a hand is handball now. Maybe overall that's a good thing, but it does seem to be a little bit strange how these things are evolving and changing during seasons. Um, in season, it doesn't feel like it's necessarily the right time to be adapting and changing way laws are implemented, but that seems to be the way it's going. Then as the half worn, United started to control the ball a little bit better, um, although not being hugely penetrating, until a spell where Fernandez kicked into life. He hit the post with a left foot shot, had another good shot save, and eventually was the person who put the ball in the box where the keeper fumbled and Cavani tapped in a relatively easy chance um, and I think that's kind of the importance I thought Fernandez was actually quite poor today but the fact that he was the one that sparked into life first half bit of movement quick snapshot <laughs> was the one with a bit of energy it all looked a bit one pace before that and United were losing at that point and it was a goal that was really needed to get them back in Back in level terms fairly quickly, and that was really needed then before half time. You know, I controlled the ball up to half time, you know, creating a huge amount of opportunities. Um, so, overall, the first half was quite a disappointment. You know, I didn't come out as quick as expected, but got themselves back into the game and then sort of controlled the ball without looking too dangerous. The second half started very much as the first ended. You'd expected United to come out with a bit more urgency than what they did. They kept the ball, they rotated it reasonably well, um, fully in control of the game. Um, almost felt like they'd expect a goal to come at some point, but they didn't look like they were creating a huge amount of opportunities. And you maybe expected them to come out with a bit more urgency than what they did. And as the second half went on, they started to create a few 
half chances. Cavani had a header. Martial had a couple of headers that although uh, one was offside, if not both of them. <laughs> but there wasn't a huge amount of really, really good opportunities. Um, but then, all of a sudden, after having quite a poor game, Paul Pogba was particularly sloppy early on in the game, but did get better as it went on. Finds a left-footed shot from... 25 yards from sort of the cornerish of the box and puts it right in the corner. Just it was a really unbelievable strike on his weaker foot, which was quite unexpected just due to the, the way the United had been a bit slow, hadn't really been taking those risks. And Paul Pogba had been that all the way through the game. Um, but it was a good goal, and United needed that bit of magic at the time. And I think that's kind of why Oli tends to keep Pogba in games because he has got that ability to do something a little bit special in that way. He's very similar to Fernandez. Both have got the ability to, to score or create a goal when even when they're playing particularly poorly. Um, both didn't play well, to be fair. So after United's goal, they managed to get through the rest of the game without really creating too much more um last sort of five ten minutes Fulham obviously pushed on harder and, and tried to get an equalizer didn't really create a huge amount a flick off Eric Bailly was as close as it got although United's game management and control of football games once they're ahead is almost non-existent uh, I said it before it does feel like sometimes they lack that leader to sort of have a real influence on the, on the team in game but that's that's something that needs to be looked at and addressed and, and maybe somebody needs to learn how to do that because they are particularly poor at that. You feel towards the end of games that they they just scrape through without really dominating the way through them. But overall, a good win for United uh, away from home, going behind again and coming out with a victory is always, always going to be a positive back top of the league which is important although City now two points behind with the game in hand so could go above them if they win that game in hand um, so but United have made progression they have moved forward and they are definitely getting better we're a big FA Cup tie on Sunday against Liverpool it'll be interesting to see what sort of team and formation he plays for that whether there will be certain players that will get a rest or whether he will go full strength because he sees Liverpool as a big threat and wouldn't want to lose to them with a, a weakened side. Uh, it would be quite quite a fascinating watch and quite a fascinating see to see the team being chosen. Uh, in terms of a man of the match today from a United point of view, it's a very difficult one. I, I think you probably just have to give it to Cavani goal worked really hard but there were no particularly spectacular performances from anybody it was particularly a grinding result from United today and a grinding performance so thank you for listening to one man's thoughts opinions views and reviews of all Manchester United games catch it down here for the Sunday game against Liverpool in the FA Cup